0: Jordan, open. Chicago with the lead. Bryant, to shot. Not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. LeBron changed with no record for human
1: life. He's gone to ball Back out to Allen, History three-pointer. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys NBA podcast. My name is Mitch Casey, and as always, I'm joined by my good mate Callum Mack. How are you doing today, man?
0: Playoffs, baby! Let's go. Playoffs. Exciting basketball.
1: time. Yep, <laughs> we're officially underway. We're we're in the we're in the thick of it. Have you been you been catching some games?
0: I have been watching some games. I wish I could watch more, um, but they, they've been exciting. Um, yes. Some upsets here and there. So yeah, we can it. get into it.
1: There's been a couple. We'll definitely be talking a lot of playoff basketball in the the back end of this podcast. Um, um, But, yeah, just just initial thoughts on the playoffs. It's been exciting. There's been a few upsets, a few sort of injury concerns. Um, Of course, like you mentioned, it's a bit hard for us to catch all the games with our time difference here in Australia. Um, But I've been trying to get some of those late games. I'll finish work early and, and catch the second half of those games. So. It is always good to come home, flick the basketball on straight away. So got, got to love that. <clears throat> um, but the first half of today's podcast, we did our fantasy awards last week. But today we're going to be doing our NBA, the Ball Boys uh, NBA Awards uh, official. And now this isn't our, you know, season awards. So not like your MVP picks or your. Yeah, most improves and things like that. That stuff's boring, and the media's going to cover that. We, we know who's going to win that. This is the this is the legit shit right here. <laughs> um, so um, I'll, I'll let you, you. You've come up with all these categories here, Cal. So I'm going to let you lead us into each category, and and um, you'll have a pick, and then I'll have a pick here as well, and we can we can discuss from there. So uh, I'll throw it over to you. What's our what's our first award of the night for the NBA 2021 so I'll, season?
0: I'll firstly stipulate that. This is for the regular season. Yes. Um, obviously, no playoffs. no playoffs considered here. Yeah. Um, e- e- even though, obviously, Luca just killed it today. Well, I'll try to take that out of my mind when I was making this list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, purely regular season. So the first award that we have yes. is the biggest surprise team of the year. So a team that, um, I guess, shocked a lot of people. If you went on the the over in Vegas, you probably would have won this one. Um, yeah. For your biggest surprise team, there, there's a few pretty good contenders. Um, the, the, the ones I've written down, um, I won't reveal my pick first, but I've got, I've got a, a Knicks up there, which I think is, is no yep. surprise. think um, <laughs> That's the obvious one. Uh, the, the Hawks as well is another name yes. that yeah. I thought of. Who are, they are versing each other in the playoffs? Funnily yes. enough. Yeah. Up um,
1: behind the
0: seedings. And then oh, I've got a third one. I'll, I'll let you. Do you have any more other, uh, outside of those two? Um,
1: I've, I've got two, I've actually, I've, I've got the Utah Jazz, um, cause I actually went through my, my preseason predictions and, um, I had the Jazz in my eighth seed, um, <laughs> in our preseason prediction. I think last year they were the sixth or something like that. Um, I had them dropping down a little bit. I thought that, you know, they weren't going to be as good as last year. I was worried about their lack of depth. Um, uh, and then for the surprising, um, now we've, we've got a disappointing, uh, team later on which I'll shout another team but um, I wanted to get this team in here as, as a big surprise because I thought it'd be a lot better but the Toronto Raptors as like a negative surprise <laughs> I was <laughs> expecting them to do a lot better um, but they, they did not so I was very surprised by that as, as this one but I think the, the it's lowest meant to be a positive group. light on this one, it's meant yeah. to be. Uh... <laughs> well, well, the Utah Jazz is the other team. And of course I had the Knicks probably as yep. the, the team that won it for me. Cause yeah, I did not see this team making the playoffs at all, let alone the fourth seed and um, my pick to make it to the second round. So yeah, that, I think that's the obvious one. Do you, do you think that's like the clear, clear cut winner? Do you have, the, you the, there was further? one I
0: had that you haven't mentioned, which is very yeah. similar to Utah. And though they're only one win away from each other when it was all said and done at the yeah. regular season in, in the Suns. And I think I would have had them at the seventh seed in my preseason, but no one would have seen them being the second not seed. The like, no, not at yeah,
1: two. Huge yeah.
0: surprise in that respect. It's kind of like, oh, Chris Paul's there. He'll get them into the playoffs. Not yeah. at all. Chris Paul has carried them to the number two seed. So yes. huge, huge kudos. I think that was a big surprise. Yep. But my winning team, just like yours, would have to be the Knicks. I think um, I did have it them has in the playoffs. A lot of people didn't have them in the playoffs and they got the fourth seed, they got home court. So. Yeah. Like legit,
1: like who, who saw this coming? Like I'm sure all the Knicks fans out there were getting ready. They're, they're licking their lips. They're going, oh yeah, we're going to get Cade Cunningham. Like that was, <laughs> that was the goal at the start of the season. And now they're going to be like drafting in like the twenties or something like that. But like, you know, you, you take that if you're going to make the playoffs, but. Yeah, totally, totally shocking. They had no shooting on the roster. You know, you've got Tom Thibodeau who's coming in as the, the coach. Um, you know, RJ Barrett was a disappointment last year. Like, you know, who's the starting center on this roster? Like, it's, it's just a bit of a mishmash of, of players. You know, yeah, it's totally random, but um, kudos to the Knicks. Uh, but They've done all right. Uh, I do want to mention with your Phoenix Suns, I did think about them, but I, I again, I went back to our first predictions and I actually predicted them to be higher seeded than the utah jazz so that's why i was sort of mentioning the utah because i sort of i had them pegged at the sixth seed but like i said did not did not see this second seed sort of coming so um
0: yeah i, I kind of considered utah but in the back of my mind for some reason i thought that last season when they actually got mike conley everyone was like this team has to be really a, a top four team um and and then this year now conley because conley had such a bad start now the yeah, chemistry was, was there last year yeah. they finally played to I guess to his potential with, with a solid yeah. team so that's why I kind of scratched the Suns a notch higher than Utah yeah
1: no fair enough I think I think they're both like you know we never would have picked those to be the one and two seeds in the West never. when you've got the players like the Clippers you've got the Lakers there you know you've got the Nuggets uh obviously up there as well so uh, never would have seen obviously it's been a crazy year so you know there's been a lot of COVID stuffs and injuries seem to be in just the craziest I've remember. Um, So I think these teams have benefited a lot from like just being healthy and consistent throughout the entire year, like having that chemistry, um, not too much change from um, season to season. Obviously you've got Chris Paul coming in, but he kind of like able to fit in seamlessly, you know, being that veteran that he is. But yeah, I think, I think they've been beneficial and and we're still not picking them to sort of make the conference finals. Uh, Although maybe that might change, but uh, I guess we're still, not quite sold on on either of those teams. I think we both had the, the LA teams making the conference finals. Is that right? I can't remember a week ago, but
0: yeah, we did. And I yeah, yeah last week that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I had the Clippers making the finals. Oh
1: man, we'll touch on that later, but um, maybe maybe we've got to start giving some of these other teams some more respect. Um, so yeah, I think I think that. Well, who was your other team?
0: You, you said you said one other team. I said the Hawks as well. Haw- Hawks yeah, definitely okay. were. Reserved. I didn't see them. Did you know that would be a 500 team. And um, I guess I had them, I think, either in the ninth seed. I think I had them in my, in my ninth seed, so just outside yeah. the playoffs. I think we had there was a bit of a debate with us at preseason about them making the playoffs versus
1: not making the playoffs. I, I think I had them in the eighth seed just scraping in over like an Indiana Pacers, um, which ended up being true. I mean, I think I was eating my words a little bit at the start of the season because the Pacers started so well, but then they faded hard at the end, so – um didn't expect it to be this high though um so um maybe they'll come up in a few more awards later on uh, what's the next award here cal all right so next one which you touched move. on
0: so yeah. most disappointing team uh, you can take it a few different ways i'll um yeah. I'll, you mentioned the raptors um that they're obviously for consideration here i also would throw the bulls into the mix and then probably the pacers because they really didn't close the season very well. No, they didn't. didn't do so well. They would be my top three. Did you have anyone you wanted to add?
1: Yes, <laughs> I
0: do, and
1: it's um, I didn't want to add these guys in because well, I had high hopes at the start. Well, not not even high hopes at the start of the season, but I just not this bad. The Boston Celtics. Yeah, is, I wanted, to hear, I wanted yeah. to hear you say it.
0: I wanted to hear you say it.
1: The Boston Celtics. They're my team. Um, I think I had them pegged at like a third or a fourth seed at the start of the season. Um, I thought we were worse than we were last year, no doubt, but just the lack of um, the lack of uh, consistency um, and just the lack of chemistry throughout the, the, the season, I think, yeah, it just was a bit rough there. So um, what are your thoughts on the Celtics?
0: Yeah, it was a down season. They had some injuries there that, that played into it, but... I think there's something a bit off with the team. They're gonna to have to mix it up. They'll have to make a trade. I'd like them to keep obviously Tatum and Brown together. So maybe yep. Marcus Smart would be in the market. Which a year ago I never would have said that. I thought he'd be like a die Celtic for life, but maybe he's the guy. I, I don't know. It's 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 hard. I, and yeah. and and all of their kind of off season, you know, um, pickups from from the market was pretty pretty bad. I mean like they got Jeff Teague who ended up doing nothing. And even their draft picks, Pritchard was alright, but the past couple of years their draft picks have been a bit of a letdown, which affects their their bench. Their bench has yeah. been trash.
1: Yeah, no, the 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 again the previous years they haven't developed properly. Like we haven't we haven't appreciated the the talents. Like no one's really stepped into a, a like impactful role you know, you've got players like Romeo Langford and all, all these sort of guys that have just sort of amounted to nothing so far. Um, I'm seeing glimpses from Neesmith, but obviously it's not enough to affect this season. Um, you've had injuries like Jalen Brown obviously going down in terms of the playoff hopes. It's just completely crushed all, all of my dreams and and I'm, I'm more leaning. I think I gave them one game in our playoff predictions. I think we're going to get swept. Uh, I think this Nets team is just too strong. We're not doing anything and now Tatum's got his – Friggin' eye poked out. Um, so I don't know. I just I just think this team's gonna just gonna collapse really and and go into this, the off season pretty disappointed. Um, uh, yeah, like I said, not to get into too much off season stuff, but I have no idea where we're gonna go from here. I think they're gonna give it a bit more time before they make any dramatic moves, but uh, maybe if it's another disappointing next, disappointing year next year, there'll be some shakeups. Um, but we'll see. It's it's hard it's hard to sort of See where the um, improvements going to come from. Really, uh, it's probably the hardest thing for this team. So, yeah, I'll, I'll touch
0: really on sure. I'll touch on the Raptors again uh, because that that I'll reveal that that's my pick for the most disappointing. Yeah. I I thought I mean yeah they didn't have any good centers which obviously really did derail them but maybe they could have picked someone up or traded for them or, or something but I thought OG would take a step forward which he did he, he got injured towards the end of the season but OG mm. taking a step. See Arkham's still young I thought maybe he could take a step forward and See Arkham took a bit of a step backwards this year hey like he just took a step me. back
1: yeah he yeah. disappointed me a lot this year yeah um someone had him in fantasy I definitely didn't see that coming but um <laughs> yeah he he looks like he wasn't especially early in the season they dug themselves a big hole and sort of couldn't get it back out of it was shooting really poorly um I don't know about the center thing like it, it's weird because I feel like yeah, they had Marcus Sol and Sergio Barker last year. They're not they're not huge names, you know. Like they're not like they weren't really their best players. I mean, yeah, you had Aaron Baines, and I don't know why they're playing Aaron Baines starting center most nights. Chris Boucher was solid. Like I, I think he was good. I don't think it's that big of a drop-off. So I'm still I'm still scratching my head a little bit. Like, what
0: the what the fuck went wrong yeah, with this team? Yeah. Nick Nurse as well, I thought surely yeah. Nick Nurse could carry the roster they had to an eight seed. Like, that, yeah. that's, that was my thought. I was like, surely they're a playoff team. I think, so I, think yeah. I had them like fourth or something in my uh, pre Yeah, record. I had them, I had them in like home fourth court. or fifth. Yeah,
1: I think, yeah, so. it was a weird drop off because they, um, I think we might have flagged, we, we flagged them as an under in our preseason um, over under pod. So we, we were definitely thinking they were going to be worse this year, but just the drop off and the dramatic fall in the standings was, was fairly significant. Um, what did they end up finishing in the
0: in the end? Were they Well they didn't even make the play in tournament? So Yeah, uh, so they were here. outside
1: of the top ten, so yeah, eleven. 12, 12 the they east. were
0: twelfth. Like the Bulls were eleventh, they were twelfth in the in the East. Fuck.
1: Right. Uh, so Twenty-seven
0: have, and forty-five.
1: So they're gonna have sort of like a top seven or eight pick. Yeah, the draft, they, they did
0: so. They did start the tank towards the end of the season. I, yeah, I will mention that. But yeah. they still were in that position before they started the tank. I think they decided <laughs> And they had such a bad record to go full tank. So, what
1: what are our thoughts for them next year? Do we think that they like embrace the tank, don't sign Kyle Lowry, start a bit of a youth movement, and and rebuild, or they do they give it another crack to try and make the playoffs? What are your What are your thoughts there?
0: I have, a, I have a pretty strong feeling that Lowry will be traded. So, and I imagine it's going to be a sign and trade in the off or he'll get like a reasonable contract and they'll trade him because and they'll trade him somewhere he wants to go. Because he, he is Mr. Toronto up there. They'll do well yeah. by him. But at this point, I think they will, to some degree, embrace the youth movement and get yeah. rid of them.
1: I think so too. And I think it's the right move because, you know, their they're good players are not old. So they've, they've, got, they've got the ability to go youth movement but still be somewhat competitive and make it like a quick rebuild. Um, you know, you've got, you've just re-signed Fred VanVleet, um, OG and Pascal are still young um you've got players like Malachi Flynn there who's who looks promising I like the look of him you add a top sort of seven or eight pick or if you get lucky you might even get like a top four or five pick um if you move up in the draft so um I, I think that's the way to go I hope that Lowry I, I think I think they should should move him on but I'm not sure I'm not 100% sold that seems to be where all the talk is heading but who I don't know who who wants him you know and who's going to sign him to a big contract I'm, I'm sure there might be one team out there that throws some money his way though um but but we'll see um let's let's maybe move on to the the next um uh, award a bit
0: more of a, a happy note so we've got the biggest surprise player of the year so yeah. i guess it's a little bit similar to your, your most improved but you, you can really yeah. take a fire on anyone you know mvp candidates or or whatever so Obviously, look, I've got Julius Randles on my list. Uh Tara Rozia is also on my list, who were yeah. big surprises for me. Um took big steps forward. We we yep. mentioned both of us had Julius as our most improved. Yeah. Um, another name I'll throw out there is Nikola Jokic, the potential MVP, be- yes. because his season was incredible, historic. Yeah, I didn't was- see this coming. No one, no one really did.
1: Oh, it's absolutely incredible. Like, and the fact that I don't know. I, I keep seeing, I keep seeing so many people like, yes, Steph Curry had a great season. Um, yes. He's amazing and fun to watch, but if, if anyone but Jokic gets the MVP, it's a disaster of a, of an award, you know, like he has to win the award this season, played every single game um, was dominant, kept the team afloat. Even when Jamal Murray went down, you know, just the best big man in basketball by far.
0: And he was doing everything. Um, so, assists yeah. in in, the, in his clutch, like field goals amazing yep. too. He, there's nothing he didn't do. Yeah. I remember, I remember we did our like our most clutch
1: players, I think in the off season. And uh, I think Jermaine uh, mentioned him as like a top five player. And I shot him down. I was like, nah, you can't, you can't be doing that. And, and it's come true this year. I would definitely have him in my five now. So he's been very clutch this year, making great decisions, very smart. Um, and I want to say, what what pick was he? Was he was he a forty, like forty six pick, or 47? it was a second rounder.
0: I think it was thirties, uh, yeah, late yeah. late thirties.
1: Second rounder, regardless. So I, I wanna I wanna do a bit of I should do a bit of research and, and maybe I'll come back on this on the next pod. But the latest draft pick to win the MVP award in the NBA, I I, I want to know who because I reckon he's got to be up there. I can't forty yeah, think first
0: many... pick. Forty first,
1: there you go. So in yeah. the forties, yeah. So I wonder I wonder if he's the the lowest drafted MVP in the league's history. I, I, I'd love to love to find it. Obviously he hasn't won the award yet, but he definitely should. Um, I can't think of anyone who's been drafted lower that's won the award. Can you?
0: Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm trying to have a quick Google search now, but i <laughs> okay. top of my head. No idea.
1: No, I can't think of a single person. Um, maybe someone way back in the day. Um, mm. I, I'm not really sure, but um, so definitely in recent times that the lowest drafted player that I think is going to win the MVP. Um, you mentioned um, Julius Randle. He's my pick for this award. I think it's pretty obvious. Again, it's low-hanging fruit, but I just I didn't think Julius Randle was a good player before this season. Um, as reflected on my pick of the Knicks, the fact that he's able to be the sole good player on this team and drive them up to a fourth seed, become what I think should be an all-NBA second team forward, um, is just, yeah, never saw that coming. Never saw that coming in a million years. So um,
0: tip my hat to to mr randall yeah I, I had jokic to begin with but i thought no nah, look I, I should be randall it just has to be randall it's boring um, but it's the easiest choice like it, it has is. to be
1: julius randall like it you know we're not we're not breaking any records here or, or surprising anyone but we just got to pay our respects we got to pay our respects to the great man
0: yep yep Wh- who was your other guy um, um terry rozier is another guy yeah. i had an honorable mention to but yeah. it, it, there yeah. were some injuries there um, yep. that I that kind of boost. he got a bit there. lucky with a couple yeah like you said
1: some injuries and some yeah. opportunity that came his way and he made He, the he was team, Mr. So. Clutch
0: though. He yeah. had a great clutch field goal. So
1: Yeah, you got 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 to tip his hat to him. Yeah, that, that that he's done the best with the opportunity that that he was given. So
0: you could um, say maybe it's a bonus too, is it? Another honorable mention. He, he yeah. had a great season, um but just didn't really quite maintain it towards the end had some injury bug issues. He I, was putting up similar stats to Randall though. Like they were yeah. kind of mirrored to some degree. So,
1: I'll, I'll throw out one more name, more on the like lesser known sort of um, uh, thing there. In um, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Um, sorry, um, the Rockets player. What's his name?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Porter Jr. That's right. Yeah, for the, yeah. Kevin Porter played Jr. For the Cavs got traded.
1: Got traded. He was looking like he was, you know, his NBA career was washed up. Goes to the Rockets. He had a 50-point game this, this year. I don't know yeah. if you were aware of this, but he, um, he can get some buckets, had some big games, um, and looks like a bit of a building piece for the Rockets moving forward. So um, he was a bit of a surprise to I me. Mean, he was never on my radar um, prior to being traded to the Rockets. Um, so he, he had a, a few bright spots. So um, definitely fits the, the build of a surprise player. Uh, this yeah, season
0: no, I-, I like that pick. I like, I like honorable mention.
1: Yeah, honorable mention. Shout out to KPJ. All uh, right, what's the next award there, Cal? All right. I'll so like, next up like this one.
0: Is <laughs> the most washed player award. Harsh. So <laughs> Four dozen like names
1: here. <laughs> it's I gonna reckon, go to
0: someone on, on, on the older side of the spectrum, obviously.
1: Yeah, yeah. I um, reckon I can
0: throw some uh, several names out here, but I'll let you I'll let you start because I know I, I can pick two players that you're gonna mention. All right. Well, I feel like the two most obvious and real just textbook washed players right now. Yeah. Would have to be DeAndre Jordan, um, yes. Jeff Teague, yes. and and then I also I add Eric Bledsoe on my list as well. Can, can uh, you can you add to the pile? I, I well I definitely had Eric
1: Bledsoe. He he's <laughs> definitely right
0: up there for me. I mean
1: I've got a lot of players I could add on here. I'm, I'll throw out Hassan Whiteside. Hassan um, Whiteside, yeah, yeah. Yep. Don't think he's playing another NBA game. Um, <laughs> I'm going to throw out Kevin Love.
0: Uh, washed. Yep. I thought he was washed last season. Though. I kind of. If I thought they were already washed, I yeah, didn't say okay. them as much. So yeah, fair enough. I mean, it's a very low. It's it's a
1: it's a bit of a kick in the, in the nuts. But Lamarcus Aldridge,
0: um, sorry yeah, mate, but, I, yeah, yeah, He's he, retired.
1: He, he literally <laughs> retired. And, uh, what did he have? Did he have a blood clot or, or he, uh, it was something? Something uh, those lines. Yeah, Rhythmia was... heart issue, or something. So I'm yeah. sorry, Lamarcus, you're a great player, but even before then, he he was sucking. He he was like, let's let's yeah, be fair. He fair. wasn't doing very good um so uh
0: and then uh, blake griffin sort of um he kind of turned on a bit more at the end of the season he's starting for the for the nets
1: yeah but what's i don't know how much is he actually impacting (laughs) that team i don't know so so those would be my my picks there Uh, can we can we pick a winner out of this group um i don't know there's a lot to choose from there is a lot can i let you i'll
0: let you go first Who, who is your pick
1: my my top two that I had were Eric Bledsoe and um, Hassan Whiteside. I mean, okay, maybe I, maybe I would take Hassan Whiteside off because I never liked him as a player anyway. But I'm just thinking that he's never going to play in the NBA again, so that that's why he's in this list. So my if I was to nominate someone,
0: I would say Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, that that was my pick. That was my pick. Um, okay. He just he was terrible. He was shocking. I hated watching him. So bad. I watched New Orleans a lot. He just looks so bad. His stats as well were shocking, and he was putting up minutes. Oh, he played so, in lots of
1: opportunity. Um, fast-paced team. Um, it it just didn't make it. sense.
0: I like him and Lonzo. Lonzo can be a combo guy. Can play off yeah. ball. It, it, it could work. No, like his <laughs> no. stats. I, I think they're about 13, three, and three. Yeah, um, defense which, was horrible.
1: Um, used to be a decent defender. Yeah.
0: He was. A, I think it was a first all-team defense last season.
1: Was it last season? So, I have to fact check that. He was—he was definitely up there in terms of defense play. I know the Bucks system is—is is probably maybe a beneficiary of that, but yeah, just—just just looked a shadow of himself, and it happened real fast. Because you know we were talking. I think when that when that trade went down in the in the um, sort of preseason, we were saying, okay, yeah, it's a lot to give up for Drew Holiday, but we weren't yet figuring out the fact that Eric Blenso was going to be this shit, and it was going to be that much of an upgrade. <laughs> so um, if it it's looking like it's a decent trade. I know they still gave up a lot, but I think it's it's a decent trade at this point. Um, obviously, Giannis signed on. So that sort of highlights to me the the, the quickness of him dropping off. So I think he is, um, unfortunately for Eric, very deserving of the uh, the washed most washed player award from the Ball Boys podcast.
0: Yeah, he's shocking. Do you reckon, surely he's got to be a bench role next season? Has to be. I don't know who's going to sign him, but maybe it'll be like a six-man option. Is he a free agent?
1: Is he a free agent? He is. He's a free agent. Yeah, who the fuck is signing Eric Bledsoe? I mean, I don't know. Someone might, but he's definitely not starting. 100% not starting. Yeah. Um, Maybe there's an off chance that he is done. I don't know. I I just don't see... uh, You know, maybe he can do a Jeff T kind of thing like the Celtics this year um, and then maybe one more year and he's out of the league. But he, he looked really bad this year. Really bad.
0: We'll go on to a more positive note (laughs) next. So the next award is, um, it's kind of, I've called it the best second banana award. Some people might've heard of it before. It's pretty much the MVP of the second option is is maybe another way to describe it. So So, obviously, you know, LeBron James's and your Devin Booker's of the world, people who are actually a first option on a team. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell, even for example, I, I took them out of consideration, me personally. Even though, like, look, Donovan arguably, I don't know if you say Rudy's number one, I, I wouldn't. But it sounds like it, when when you say second banana, you are sort
1: of you you're thinking offense. Um, I think it can you go either way. It goes that way, yeah. So, um, yeah, this is where I, we'll, we'll have a discussion here because I, I had a bit of a query for you for this award. Um, so I've, I've I've got a bit of a left field option, but I'll, I'll, I'll you throw some names at me first. Who you're considering for this award?
0: I've actually written down a lot of names for consideration. Okay. So right, look, I, I reckon let's, we'll let's we'll go. run through these because there's a lot there. I'll firstly say whoever the second banana is on Brooklyn is, has probably won this award. Let's face it.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> see,
0: this is my thing. <laughs> like, who? I don't know. I I almost disqualified those kind of players. Like, oh, no, like I, I did too. Like, I yeah. think I think for the. For this segment, we should just get rid of the Nets entirely because it probably I, yeah, is going to be Durant or Harden, whoever you argue, or Kyrie. So we'll just yeah, take them out I, of consideration. I, I
1: feel like this should be it should be a clear-cut kind of like number two guy. Do you know what I mean? Like even yeah. like even like the Philadelphia 76ers and like um, Milwaukee, for example, like they've got, you got Drew and, and Chris Middleton, like, you know, yeah, you might say Chris Middleton's like maybe a little bit better, but it's not, there's not a big gap, you know, Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. It's like, it's close. So I I, I sort of disqualified those type of teams. Um,
0: okay. That's fair enough. Yeah. Look, I'll take Ben Simmons off my list then. We'll get rid of him. Oh, okay. He's, yeah, he's gone. Right. We'll he's gone. All right. All right. So all right. I'll, I'll run through some names. We've got Anthony Davis. Um, Obviously is, is quite a good option. A Chris Paul. Yeah. yeah. Second seed. Jalen Brown from from your Celtics.
1: Oh, I like um,
0: it. Malcolm Brogdon, um, I've i thrown up there. He's a good second banana, sure. Um, yep. Rudy Rudy Gobert, number no, no, first first seed. Yes, yes, um, yes. Jamal Murray it was a great second banana to to Jokic.
1: Yeah, worked very well together.
0: You got you got Paul George. Playoff P um, is in full effect right now, but I had a great season. Great regular season. Great yep. regular season. CJ McCollum yes. had a, that, without his foot, he was having an amazing season. Yep. Um, bam out of bio just his defensive presence and he, he's yep. got a good offensive game these days too yep. 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 and then i've even th- i've been a bit ambitious in my last one and i've actually put down anthony edwards and edwards wow i didn't, isn't he? He, he, I uh, didn't expect number to one. hear that
1: name um in this in this discussion but you're yeah, fair enough i guess uh, he, he was impressive
0: he's um... some low-hanging fruit i think
1: <laughs> yeah i mean yeah he's clearly the number two behind cat but yeah, I mean, oh, I mean, D'Angelo Russell there, but he did have a great season this year, so...
0: Yeah. Uh, so is, is there anyone the that I didn't think of that, that you can add to that list? I,
1: I feel like you hit the, the main ones there. Um, names that jumped out at me from that list. Obviously, Anthony Davis is, is hard to go past. Um, I wanted to I wanted to go a bit more of the exciting route. Um, my, my pick for this award, it, it was one of the names you mentioned, um, is actually, it's Rudy Gobert for me. Um, just simply because... Like, is he the number two option? I don't know. Like, cause I think he <laughs> he is the most valuable player on this team, in my opinion. That's um, why I
0: say second banana. And and that yeah, banana but, is kind of like the piece that, you know, it can be it can mean anything, really. Offense, yeah. defense, bit of both. Yes. And and sometimes I, you my, want your number two to just be a, a defensive specialist, and that's what he is. Exactly. He he's the
1: best defender in the league by far. Um so I think that, you know, Donovan Mitchell gets a lot of the limelight, a lot of the credit, you know, we're thinking about him. we when we're thinking all stars, you know, we're, we're, you know, he's the guy that you think of when you think of Utah Jazz. But for me, Rudy Gobert is the, is the glue to this team. He's the reason that they're the number one seed. Um, he's the reason that they're a tough matchup no matter what. Um, so for me, he is the best and, and he, he doesn't demand the offense. He, he works well within the team's um playmaking sort of things, you know. These other guys, they're going to sort of like, they're going to sort of take limelight away from each other sort of thing. So they're going to fight for the ball, fight for their shots. You know, there's a bit of sharing going around, whereas Rudy just fits in, does his thing, does his thing amazing. Um, Just great defense, efficient shot making, dunking. So um, he's my pick. Oh, I did want to mention actually one other player along. It's the same kind of fit for this team um, sort of build. And it's Clint Capella, who I think is a bit of a comparable one over in Atlanta. Um, someone who doesn't get a lot of lot of recognition. Um, so he's, yeah, he's someone leading rebounder, leading rebounder, excellent defender on a team yeah. that doesn't have a lot of other defenders.
0: He, he had a great season, so I'll, I'll tip my hat to him. Um, I look. I will say, I feel like anyone would pick Anthony Davis, but we're looking Obviously, at the regular yeah. season. He had yeah. a shocking regular season. He's he out. He had a he, shit he, regular
1: season. Yeah, he did. He was out for me. Yep,
0: I like it. Um, It was really between three players that I mentioned um, which is in Rudy Gobert as you touched on and then Paul George and Chris Paul um, because all all three of them had fantastic seasons and um, I I actually ended up giving it to Chris Paul. I decided to I like it. I mean he's the number two there. He's so important when he's on the court. I mean he he boosted that team up to 50 wins. Not solely it was still a, a reasonable team but just what he does sometimes, it it's really is understated. He just does so many little things that don't end up on the box score. Yeah. Such a veteran we, out there. We, we saw it today.
1: We, we saw it today in the game. He's obviously struggling with a shoulder injury at the moment. He didn't play down the stretch and, and they they needed him. Like, um, yeah, Cameron Payne played pretty well um, and he's, you know, exciting, exciting player when he, when he gets hot. But he's not Chris Paul. He's not someone who's going to set the team up and make plays for others, play good defense. Um, so yeah I think he's extremely valuable to that team um, my only question is like I feel like he's been getting a lot of attention this year and and people are rightfully aware of how good he is and how important he is to this team so I don't know that's why I sort of went with Rudy Gobert because I feel like Gobert's not getting that sort of recognition yeah he's like oh yeah he called the defensive guy but I feel like we're downplaying how important that is to, to the Utah Jazz but uh, I think they're both good options I think yeah he's definitely a top three option for me as well um, I also, I also consider Bam Adebayo, um, a, another name that you mentioned before that I really did like, you know, me, I'm probably not as high on Jimmy as you are. I think Bam is, I think
0: Bam's the best player on the heat. Uh, no, no whoa, disrespect whoa. to Jimmy. Yeah, Come on I now. know. I know. Does, no does disrespect that mean Jimmy, to Jimmy, does that mean Jimmy's the best second banana in the league?
1: Well, no, I think he gets the, <laughs> he's the, he's the first banana, but similar to like Gobert and those sort of types. I think he just goes unrecognized and, and does a lot of the little things that gets the, doesn't get everyone excited so do want to shout to, to bam as well but um are we going to have a united thing or are we going to split the vote because I'm, I'm i think i'd still go go bear over chris paul look uh, yeah
0: uh, it's hard let's just split the vote let's split the let's, vote i reckon chris paul and rudy they both deserve it so i think
1: i think we can have we can have one split award i think that's yeah. that's fair i think that's shout okay both these guys
0: i yeah. think that's totally fine what's what's the next award all right so the next one it's another good positive one it's great yep. uh the brightest future award and specifically like a team, them. so we're yes. looking at who, who do we think has the brightest future? And I guess I'm kind of looking maybe five years from now. I'm not I'm not looking ten years from now with teams who just have no, a stupid amount of draft me- picks. Medium term, yeah, uh, kind like, of like the- three kind of three to five years from now. I, yeah. I think obviously OKC has a million fucking draft
1: picks and yeah. they're looking all right, but but they're not going to be good for a good while. They're they're yeah. trusting the process right now, so exactly uh,
0: they're, not, they're not obviously- competing for a few years.
1: Spoiler alert! They're not going to be my pick. So um, I'll throw out my hon- honourable mention first, Cal, and it's the yeah. um, it's the Charlotte Hornets. Um, I, I like I like where they're at. I like obviously Lamelo Ball is very exciting. Um, he's going to be a, a superstar in my opinion. Um, he's going to make everyone else around them better. They've got still the young guards in Rozier and Graham. They're going to have a top. Is it a top 10 pick or, or, or a lottery pick this year? So they're going to add some more youth, some more talent. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm excited for the future of the Charlotte Woods. They were going to make the playoffs before LaMelo went down um, and he's only going to get better. So um, other PJ Washington, Miles Bridges and those types, um, even like a Jalen McDaniels are all looking pretty exciting. So um, they were my honorable mention um, for, for the brightest future. Not something you could have said for the, the Hornets a little while ago. They they sort of had a not too much of a future, but that that draft pick of the Bulls really turned them around.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I um, I almost put them down on my list, but I think the main thing is is um the ball boy, right? Like yeah, the ball, the ball boy, boy himself. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we love the ball boy. Um, I, I had some other honorable mentions though, so I'm gonna say I yeah. will say the Grizzlies. Grizzlies, yes. I mean, look, you got Ja Morant, and he's in the playoffs right now. He, he's looking amazing. He he duelled Steph Curry in the in the playoff tournament and and out him to some degree. I mean mm-hmm. he got them he got them over the top, right? So yep. that Mavs team is so not Mavs team. Grizzlies team is obviously yes. a lot better than that Golden State team. But anyway, um, another honorable mention is is the Nuggets um, just because just because Jokic is still so young and I, yeah, I'd like young. to think Jamal can yeah. bounce back. But Michael Porter you know, Jr. And you got Michael Porter Jr. too. Yeah, I so. love Michael Porter Jr. I think he's a great player. So there's definitely definitely some bright sparks there. So three yeah. to five years, they should be. I mean, they, they gonna should be... be contending for five more years, really. And if yeah. health isn't there, they should be a contender.
1: I'm still so devastated by that Jamal Murray injury. I think that just sucks so much because again, with the timeline, it just it takes away their opportunity next year as well. Just because yeah. the playoffs are going to be earlier, um, and it just he's going to be only just coming back from ACL rehab at that point, so he might not be firing. Uh, just just sucks so but i i do agree they've got a long timeline that it you know they'll still have their chances
0: yeah and then and then look i had the everyone has to have the pelicans right and you got you got yeah (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, you have to although i don't know i i outside of him and ingram i'm not sure i mean we we both do like kira lewis i I don't know if he's like i don't know if he's like you know game-changing
0: though um and then this, the Lonzo Ball aspect is interesting because yeah. it could be a sign and trade. Team.
1: I don't think he's going to be on the team um, next
0: year. It, it doesn't sound like he's restricted it. though, but he's restricted. So yeah, but there was all these trade rumors at the trade deadline, and yeah, I don't know. That just doesn't. I think. I think worst case, it's a sign and trade. Like yeah, you're probably
1: right, but like, I, what do they get back? Is it much? Is it worth much? I don't know. Like Zion's you've you know? obviously you've got Zion, and and that's yeah. it. Like that's all you need,
0: really. Like that's a bright future well, right there. You've got Alexander Walker and you got Kira Lewis. So even yeah. if Zoe if so goes, you still got two pretty young pieces. This is a franchise that had
1: Anthony Davis as well. That's why they sort of slid down my list. They had Anthony Davis. What did they do with it? They made the playoffs once or twice. They, they, they won one series. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I want to I wanna see more from them than just, oh, we've got Zion. That, that's my only thing for them. I'm not ready to yeah, declare well- them bright, bright future yet.
0: They can trade Ingram, though. That's one of the things. They, they definitely have a good piece to trade you know, yeah, if worst comes to worst. I
1: can you keep Ingram? I don't know. I think he's a good fit. <laughs> I think
0: they tr- I think they should trade him personally. Get rid of Ingram. Really? Really? I reckon just get rid of Ingram. Bring someone else in around Zion.
1: Hot, hot take. I don't mind it,
0: though. I don't think he's like a keep-at-all cost,
1: but, yeah, fair enough. I think I think that's a pretty hot take there. <laughs> <laughs> who have you got winning the award? Those were all honorable mentions.
0: I'll say one more honorable to the Timberwolves. Yeah. Um, just because I'm, uh, um, I mean, yeah. Look, I, I'm a big fan well, of Anthony Edwards. I, 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 I yes, said coming to the draft, he should be number one. I'm standing by that. Oh, not really. Lonzo, uh, sorry, um, Lamelo, the ball boy, the ball boy the himself should have should have been yeah. number one. But um, Anthony Edwards there's a lot of potential there, man.
1: He's winning me around. Um, I, I, again, more a franchise thing than than um, like the talent itself. They've got talent, obviously. I just I don't know. Uh, prove me right. They've got to win me over more for me to me to get more excited because i don't know they they, they disappointed me I, I think they should have won more to this point than they have so
0: yeah know. all right give, give me a pick who, who have you got as the brightest future award
1: well i team? actually it was it was one of the teams you mentioned uh in this list and for me the brightest future is the memphis grizzlies uh for me Jamarant Jamarant. Uh, <laughs> Jaron Jackson Jr. And they've got a lot of other good players on that team. Yeah. They are JV, actually, they're loaded player. with talent. I love Xavier Tillman. Um, they've got yep. Anthony Melton, who I'm a big fan of. Um, just deep at most positions. And I think just having those that young duo of Jar and Triple J um, and, and then a deep roster surrounding that that are all on the similar sort of timeline. Um, I just, I really like them. I, I think... Obviously, they beat the Utah Jazz. They took down the number one seed. Um, they've taken down the Golden State Warriors. They're getting that playoff experience in, which I think is invaluable. Um, yeah, they beat
0: the Spurs too, like in that playoff game. Yep, that was an elimination yep. game. So I,
1: I think they're ticking all the boxes. They would have been a, a higher seed, I think, if Jaron Jackson had been healthy the entire season because I think at the end of the day... He has the potential to be their best player, even better than Ja Morant. Um, he, he's got like that Anthony Davis type ceiling. Um, it's, it's a, you know, maybe it's not as likely to get there as like a Ja Morant is going to be a superstar, but he's probably got a higher ceiling than Ja. And if he hits it, then this team could be a championship contending team um, in the next sort of three to five years. So I, I, I'm, I'm really high on the Grizzlies. I like their talent. Um so and and they're already showing me something. That they they it's exciting right now. So I'm I'm really really buying into their future.
0: Yeah, it's their depth and they're still so young. I mean yeah. Desmond Bain.
1: Desmond Bain, there's another one. Rookie. I love
0: Desmond rookie, Bain. Rookie, has shooter. some really good minutes in, in that Great game defense. one. I don't believe they even played Brendan Clark no. or Justice Winslow, who are two good young pieces as well. So yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of pieces there. So I, I know what yeah. you mean they're a playoff team already. So JAR is only going to get better and JAR is the the keys to, I guess, a good playoff run anyway.
1: Yeah. Think about about JAR versus Zion. JAR's team's in the playoffs and he's doing things. And, you know, who's his all-star teammate, you know? You know, Brandon Ingram's on the Pelicans. Yeah, you don't, you know, you don't have another all star on on the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, he
0: was an all star last season, wasn't he? Was on out he, Yeah, he was. He, he, so was, he
1: was an all star last year.
0: Technically, he's got an all star with it. I feel like if it's a year removed, it still counts.
1: Oh yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that there's two all stars on the Pelicans, and they still haven't yeah. made the playoffs. So yeah, um, yeah. no all stars this year on the on the Grizzlies, and they're making the playoffs. They're 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 only going to get better. So um, I, I'm excited for this team.
0: Who, who's your pick? My pick was actually the Nuggets. Even with the injury thing, it makes it a bit more awkward. You probably persuaded me to the Grizzlies, but yes. like the the Jokic, he's just going to be. He's he's not athletic, yeah. and he's, but he's still so good. So I feel like that you yeah. got like ten good years of Jokic because he's still very young. Um, yeah, and then, no, they're going to be they're going to be Spurs esque almost. Yeah. Like this is like the dynasty kind of thing.
1: Yeah, this is like the Tim like this is like the start of like a Tim Duncan like mm. run. I, I think. Um, so in that respect they've got an amazingly bright future but they've got a bright right now as well so yeah um, Michael yeah, Porter Jr the, and
0: even Michael Aaron Porter Gordon Jr. he's he's young too like he fits the timeline so
1: yeah I'm not not as high on Aaron Gordon but um but yeah Michael Porter Jr for me is I think around this time last year I predicted that he was going to be their second best player um in in I think I said three years at the time yeah. it's one year now look it's looking pretty good um he's a beast man i I really like mpj um his defense his shot creating ability efficiency through the roof efficient um so if he if he gets a bit more of a handle a bit more sort of playmaking ability he's he's gonna be just incredible i think he's he's got that like paul george kind of level uh, sort of upside so i do like him
0: but are we are we picking the grizzlies um, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll look. I'll go Grizzlies. We'll go. Yes. Even though the nugget, if, look, if Jamal didn't go down, I think Nuggets. Yeah, are I clear think that's that's
1: the pick. sway factor. Cause, clear cause, pick, but yeah, it's an it's a ACL. It's not. It's not like it's you know like something little. It's you know maybe he's not the Jamal Murray we saw in the playoffs last year when he comes back. That's yeah. the that's the swing factor. Exactly. There is some some downside.
0: All right. What's the next award? All right. The next award is the belt. Aka the best player on the planet, who best has the belt? On the planet. Okay, <laughs> I like it. The belt, not the not the goat, not the MVP. The belt. Who's got the belt?
1: Who has now it? Is, now I think there's only a few players we can pick. This is. Have you picked Jokic as the belt? I um, look, he, he's he's on my list.
0: He's on my list. Obviously, he has to be. Obviously, we picked him as the MVP. <laughs> but is he is he the best player on the planet? I I didn't have him as he doesn't have the belt in my eyes. I'm sorry, he doesn't have the belt. Wow. Ah. Me neither. You <laughs> I, didn't <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I did it. I do it. There's one man that I
1: want to I want to pay respect to, um, and I think it's I, I, think he has to be the choice. Um, right now, the best player on the planet is Steph Curry. Are you going with Steph Curry? I'm going with Steph Curry. The best player on the planet is Steph Curry. It has the to daily. be. Yeah, uh, so I love this, it. If, if we're taking the season that we've just witnessed. It has to be Steph Curry I mean LeBron yes cool he's still LeBron but I don't know he's he's been injured um he's old I know Steph Curry is no spring chicken but the the stuff that we were seeing from Steph this year on the team that he had um I don't need to see anymore he's the best player on the planet now the MVP it's it's a bit of a weird award so that's why I, I you know you take into account the team record and things like that but um just on the eye test and what I've seen this season, Steph
0: Curry to me is the best player in the world. I love that pick. I love it. Um he <laughs> yeah, was getting different. He was getting double teamed all the time, would like uh, the man still was dropping 40 yeah, on a nightly such basis. Such
1: a hard like he's six foot, what is he, six foot two? Like he's small, can't not athletic, you know, uh, just <laughs> and still every night, double team, no other offensive threat on this team, and gets it done. Led the league <laughs> in
0: scoring. That's Who's amazing. the second best offensive option on that Golden State team? Uh, tell me, who, who is it? I mean, it's probably Andrew Wiggins, but like, what the fuck is that saying? <laughs>
1: you know, like, like, what are we doing here? Andrew Wiggins? <laughs> he wasn't on our second banana
0: list. I'll, I'll, no, that's I'll he, definitely, he definitely was not. Uh, did you have someone different? You seemed a little surprised with my pick. I, um, I, look, I know there was an injury this year, but I still, I still think LeBron has the belt. I'm sorry, but LeBron has the belt. Fair um, enough.
1: I, I can't really argue it. Like I mean, it's LeBron James, but it's LeBron James. I don't know. Yeah, I still Maybe. think he has the belt. So, remember we said at the start of this this um, podcast that it's this season we were we were going off, not the playoffs, because you know I think LeBron can snatch it back if he does some some big time shit. But based on what I've seen this season, I, I don't know. I I just want I want yeah. to pay respect to the, the great man. You know, like what is, is he the oldest? Player since Marco Jordan to lead the league in scoring. Like, that's he just, is. he is, that's incredible. And, and a, a point guard, like, come on, man. Like, that's, <laughs> that's insane. Have I convinced
0: you? Have I convinced I think, you? Look, can you we, th- can we I get... think you've persuaded me. I think it's Steph Curry. I love it. I love it. It has to be.
1: Yes. I, it has to be. Look, we might review this the after the playoffs and, and it might be LeBron, but I don't know. Steph, we got to, we got to pay respect to him because I do think,
0: yeah, uh, it's just
1: got to be him. I think it's
0: got to be him. I, I love the pick. So look, we'll lock it in. We'll lock it in. LeBron could yeah. take it from him. If, if, he, if, he, if he wins again in the playoffs, then obviously we'll give it back to him.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's no, I,
0: around his yeah, waist many a time. Um, yeah, it, but for it, now, it, look, let's give it to Steph. Let's go.
1: Let's do it. I, I reckon we should. Was there anyone else that you considered for this this award? I think those were the two main ones. Yet the, there was, was
0: one person I would have considered a bit more seriously if it wasn't for the injury as well. It was Joel Embiid. Cause he, he was the front runner for MVP he's and just like because he's so important on the defensive end as well yeah, as the offense. Yeah. I can see a world where maybe he, he can snatch the belt. He, I think he's mm. up there. He's definitely an honorable mention for me.
1: Yeah. Funny. We haven't mentioned Kawhi, Giannis. Um, I mean, Luca's up there too. Yeah. I did think about Luca. He, he, he was probably not quite there yet, but um, he'll get the belt one day. He's approaching Anthony Davis. We didn't mention. Um, Kevin Durant yeah, we scenes. didn't mention as well um, you know it's hard to give it to those players on those teams but uh, I'm always a big fan of Kevin Durant um, I still think he's he's definitely up there but um, just based on what we've seen um, yeah for me it's Steph. Def-
0: yeah all right all let's right. move on to the next award the next award um, is the worst mid-season trade award
1: Ah, okay then. yes
0: there are a few, um, the a couple I've written down is, yep. firstly, I was going to say that the the James Harden trade I think is going to that was just so mm. bad. Yeah. it was really. I mean, I guess they got a few picks out of it, and we don't know what that's going to be. But I think that was a shocking trade. Looking back on I, it now,
1: I think they could have got more. Like, you're trading James
0: Harden. Um, At least get some kind of star back. They got they really got nothing back. They got. They could have had Karras as well, but they decided who, who could have been a piece, I guess. Yeah. And they're like, no, we'll get Depot. and then that's another mention on my on my trust as the as the Oladipo trade.
1: Depot, they trade him for nothing. It, like, it was a
0: second rounder. They like got a what? second rounder.
1: I mean, I know he's not as good as he once was, but sure, you can get more than a second round pick for Oladipo. Yeah. Like so, that. Yeah. Anyway.
0: No, both, I think that's both a both trades good by Houston. Both trades by Houston. Um, uh, Shocking. Yeah. Did you have some more you want to mention?
1: Um, I did have one, and this this makes Houston look a little bit better. Um, I want to highlight the Cavs trading Kevin Porter Jr. to the Houston Rockets um, for again basically nothing. It, it's a future second round pick um, is all they traded him for, and the fact that he put up a fifty bomb this year looks like a maybe like a core piece to the Houston Rockets future. On a team like the Cavs, I know they've got the, the sex land combo over there. So there's maybe less room for him to be a piece there. But on a team that's still building and st- still rebuilding, I think you want to keep these guys. I know he had those off-court issues and things like that. And he was a locker room sort of guy. So from that point of view, it's a little bit worse. But I just think that you got to be more patient with players like this, and especially considering where the Cavs are. I just think for, for their position and what they're trying to do, you don't trade players like that, you know. You, you trade your who do they trade? Cheval McGee's and you trade those kind of players. But you, yeah, you hang on to these guys that have potential. Um, so yeah. I didn't, didn't think that made much sense um, for a team that's I mean. going
0: nowhere. You, you don't give away the the young prospects like that. Yeah. And I, I understand. I had kind of had a bit of an asterisk next to it because just because apparently there was all the locker room stuff, and and yeah. the front office were pretty much done with him. Is yeah. What we were told. Um, so it's a weird one, but he's looking like a great prospect now. And just like he was, like he, he was very promising back at the Cavs as well. So the Cavs really, if if he ends up being, let's say, let's say he becomes an all-star then, um, they look, they look pretty stupid. Yeah.
1: I don't, I don't necessarily think he will, like personally, I don't think he's going to be an all-star, but just, yeah, I, I took into consideration the position, but, um, I think I agree with you in terms of my pick, my pick would definitely be that, that James Harden trade, because I just feel like they got, they got bullied into trading him to the Nets. Like, I mean, I don't know if this was actually on the table, but there was rumors of like a Ben Simmons trade at the start of the season and things like that. Like if that was on the cards, like, I don't know if it was, I, I mean, I think personally that it maybe wasn't, but if it was like you, you'd snatch that up in a second. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there was better offers out there or you could have drawn it out longer and gotten more. I know, that it was a cloud hanging over the organization, um, but you ended up tanking anyway. So what? The, who, who gives a shit? Just like, just be bad as, as it is, and, and
0: just go from there. But I don't know. I feel like they could have got way
1: more. Did you have any other ones?
0: No, like my my winner was the James Harden trade too. Yeah, um, I think I think we trade. can agree on that one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Of all the superstars traded in the last few years, I think this was the smallest package back that they've
0: got. Like, I'm pretty sure, and it was probably the best star traded too. That's the thing. Like, he's better than Paul George. He, uh, I guess, Kawhi is better than him. Um, Yeah, but he, yeah, he's one of the best stars traded in a while. Yeah, and Kawhi sort of came with Paul George as well, so I I guess that one was like
1: a two for one. But um, I was thinking that like the Oklahoma City traded Chris Paul for more than this almost. They traded Westbrook for way more than this. All those picks they got for Westbrook, yeah. like they got way more value than than what um, Houston got for um, for James Harden. So I think it's been about a bad few years for for the Houston Rockets from the management side of things. So um, you know we'll see if they get the luck and they get the draft pick. But even I'm pretty sure if they if the draft pick falls outside a certain range, they they lose that OKC
0: OKC as well. Yeah, top so top five protected. So,
1: it could get real ugly for Houston if they get a bit unlucky um, next year. So we'll we'll see how that all turns out.
0: What's the next award there, Cal? All right, so it's similar, but it's uh, the other side of the spectrum. So the best mid-season trade award. Uh, I've got a few more things written down. Yep. What have you got? So I've got the um, I got the Aaron Gordon trade. I thought was okay. Um. I've got the the Vucevic- which side? I want
1: to I want to ask you which side.
0: <laughs> I, I kind of, I, I'm a bit higher on Aaron Gordon, I guess, than you are. Yeah, but I feel like I, he's a good I, I fit for the Nuggets. They need yeah, a defensive okay. guy, a big body who can defend threes and fours, which yeah. they didn't have. And I think that is a good piece and fits the timeline well. And they didn't give up a whole lot for him. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with that trade. Um, the Vucevic trade on um, the Magic's end, I think getting two first rounders and Wendell Carter could look pretty good. Especially mm-hmm. because it's a lottery pick this season. They're, they're getting yep. the Bulls' first round pick this season, and the, and the Bulls it could be six, it could be it, it could be a picker in there, it could be ten, it could be whatever. But that's um, that's nothing to laugh over. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have I have the Kevin Porter Junior trade, which we've touched on as well. That was a for a second rounder. That's a steal. But as yep. I said, there's a bit of an asterisk there. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Cavs Jarrett Allen um, pick. They yes. pretty much just picked him up for nothing. The Nets need to get rid of, I guess, I think they, it was the they money They got aspect. involved
1: in that, in that trade and somehow came out with Jared Allen, which, yeah, yeah, that was...
0: They came out with a starting center for their future. So...
1: Yeah, I think that's an excellent deal. When when you had, you know, even though they had Drummond on the roster, I think they just went, fuck it, let's just get the the, yeah. the young, good center on this roster that they don't seem to want. Yeah, um, yeah I think that was a steal
0: of a trade. So I, I do like that pick. Huge steal. And then, and then the last one I mentioned is the Derrick Rose trade. Um, which they traded Dennis Smith Jr. who wasn't even playing yeah. for them and and a second rounder. Good so, shout. Good shout. I forgot about that trade completely, really. Looking at <laughs> so, it now, I mean, Dirk Rose, he's, he's closing games yeah, for the I last mean, month. For the Knicks. 18-4 yeah, no, like, for a fourth seed playoff team. That's that's what you want in a midseason trade. No, Perfect. yeah, it, exactly.
1: Like at the time, I thought nothing of it. I was like, oh yeah, cool. Whatever. The, <laughs> the Knicks got Derek Rose. Classic Tibbs. Um, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's actually turned into a decent trade, um, considering where they finish in the, in the regular season. So, um, yeah, I, I don't mind it at all. Um, of, 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 of those picks, my favorite one is the Orlando Magic trade for Vucevic. I think they got the most value that they could. I'm a big fan of Wendell Carter Jr. I'm a big fan of the fact that they got those picks from Chicago and the fact that Chicago still sucked. So the picks are good. Um, I think the Bulls thought that they were going to rise up the standings that, oh yeah, it's only going to be like a, you know, late teens kind of pick, but that didn't happen. It's going to be like a more than likely a, like an eighth pick in the draft. So they're going to have a top three or four pick and a top eight pick, um, in this year's draft, which looks like it's going to be a pretty good draft class. I've started doing a lot of research there. So, um, that's going to kickstart their, their rebuild. Uh, I think they've embraced the youth movement, um, but with you know the Jonathan Isaacs and the the Markel Fultz of the world. Um, so I, I like the direction that they're going in. I'm, I'm glad that they managed to capitalize on on of Busevich. So that's that's my pick for the winner. Is that
0: is that your pick overall as well, or did you have another one? Uh, I think that's the easy pick. I I decided against it. I was like, you okay. know, what? there's uncertainty. I don't know if they've won it yet. Fair they enough. probably yeah, they nice. probably have. But I'm gonna go with. I think it's, it was a textbook midseason trade. I'm going with Derek Rose. Derek Rose is my pick. <laughs> he helped them. He boosted them, got on the fourth seed. He's going to be valuable in the playoffs as well. He's going to close games. He And I, I just like, I like his game. I like watching Derek. It, it's better watching a playoff New York team when you get to watch like a Derek Rose who's very, he's so crafty now, very crafty player. And, and it's kind of kudos to him to just how incredibly athletic he used to be and to go through so many injuries and still be able to compete on this level. I think it's I think it's awesome. I, I love watching him. Eighteen and four. He's putting up a night. Let's let's go, Derek Rose. That's that's my pick. It's a textbook mid season. It's what you want. Something that boosts you to the playoffs.
1: I like it. Look, I'll, I'll concede. I think I think I, I didn't even consider it to be honest. But you've talked me into it, and, <laughs> and I think I just didn't consider it because at the time I thought nothing of it. But reflecting on it now, I think it, it actually was a great pick for the New York Knicks because at the time I didn't think they'd make it to the playoffs. So um, the fact that they have, the fact that they're a fourth seed. They're bringing basketball back to New York. Playoff basketball back to New York. It's a good story for Derek Rose to make it uh, to the playoffs for New York. So, let's give it to him. I like it. I think, I think It's a good one. Good pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's um, we got one more award here that we'll go through, uh, and then and then we're just going to quickly we might just touch on some highlights of the playoffs. Um, I think this pod's going a bit longer than than we thought, so we'll, we'll just highlight through there. So, what's what's the last? Uh, award for tonight, Cap.
0: So this one is the most underappreciated player in the league, in, in our mind, yeah, um, that you can you can come up with many of your people. Um, it's it, it is a tough one. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll let you. Do you have any honorable mentions to begin? I'll let you take the I'll, lead. I'll start
1: with a couple of honorable mentions. I did mention these guys before in the uh, the second banana. Uh, I'm going to mention Clint Capella as as an underappreciated asset. I think he has been huge for. Um, the Atlanta Hawks, the fact that he was traded to the Hawks in the first place from Houston just shows to me that he wasn't appreciated in Houston. Um, they got him very cheaply. I think he's I think he's probably their second best player, um, maybe ahead of John Collins. I know John Collins is probably a better offensive player, but just the defense that he brings to that team uh, when there's not a lot of other defense on that team is, is very important. So shout out to Clint Capella as, as a pick. Um, Rudy Gobert, I'm going to give a shout out because even though he's probably going to win the defensive player of the year, I still think that he is underrated and um, not talked about enough. He might have even sort of crept into sort of like your top seven or eight MVP discussion sort of level because I, I do think he's the most important player on the Jazz. Um, that Those were my two um, honorable mentions. Um, two big guys, defensive focus seems to be the, the common theme uh, for being underappreciated um, in my book. <laughs> Uh, who,
0: did, who did you have for sort of honorable mentions? I've, I've got um, I had an honorable mention to CJ McCullen because he stepped his game up a bit and I feel like he is yeah. a bit underappreciated out of the Trailblazers.
1: He, he closes some me.
0: games like him and CJ uh, sorry him and Dame you know they like yeah. to share it a bit and if, if he's feeling it he's cooking he'll, he'll close out games I think I think he's been underappreciated and he's a better fit now for this NBA because now everything's yeah. going a bit smaller so it, it is more built for him. Um, But the the player I kind of had written down and penciled in, I was open to swaying it, but it was another Atlanta Hawk. funnily enough. Okay, yes. In um, Bogdan Bogdanovich.
1: Really? Okay. I'm I'm surprised by that one. (laughs) I think (laughs) he's underappreciated.
0: I'm a a bogey fan. I do do like me some bogey. Um, You know, like the Kings gave him away for nothing. I mean... He got a good deal though, didn't he? Like he, he got paid a fair bit. From, he he did get yeah, paid. The, th- there was the whole bucks fiasco that didn't go yeah. through. Oh, that was I meant remember. to be a trade. Yeah. Yes. And then the Hawks gave him some big deal that was a bit more. He obviously took the money. I mean, fair enough. But um does that mean, that, does that mean he's underappreciated though? Because there were suitors. There were people there that wanted him. I that's I mean, that's true, yes. But like yeah. the king still gave him up for nothing. And and there was periods of the season where Trey Young was out and they were running the offense through him and mm. he was he was performing. He was playing real well. I think he deserves a shout out. So he's who I have.
1: Okay, fair enough. I, I don't mind it. I don't mind. I think I, think there's, I think I like the guys that I mentioned a bit more. Um, I think, yeah, I think of, of the Hawks, I think Clint Capella might be more, more underappreciated just um, just quietly. But I'm, I'm going to throw a guy out here that I probably underappreciated until this season, um, until I was a dynasty owner of him in fantasy basketball, and that's, um, that's De'Aaron Fox. Uh, is, is my pick for underappreciated he's probably not underappreciated at the Kings but I think he's underappreciated uh, league-wide because this guy if you look at his numbers has just put up uh, an outstanding season um, on a Kings team that really you know let's be honest it's the Sacramento Kings they're, they're not very good but if we just look at his stats over the year he's put up 25, three and a half, seven assists one and a half steals a game, shooting forty-seven percent from the field. His free throw percentage is improving. Um, his three point shooting is getting slightly better. Um, put up half a block a game. Like this man, just he's he's really really good um, on a team that has struggled. Uh, he's improved every single year, um, and I think. You know, putting up 25 points a night is on 47% shooting from the point guard position um, is just super impressive. And I don't think he gets any attention because the Kings just uh, flat out trash. Um, so uh, shout out to De'Aaron Fox for, for me.
0: I, I love De'Aaron Fox. I kind of really am a big fan of De'Aaron and I feel like yeah. people have been hating on him and to some degree, because I'm a big fan, I didn't consider him, if that makes yeah. sense, but he yeah, definitely is enough. underappreciated. He, he was leading the league for a while in fourth quarter points as well. Yes, so he was clutch. he was. Very he was clutch. clutch. Um, and that deserves a bit of a mention too. And, and he keeps growing. He's getting better every year. He's still, he is pretty, he reminds me a lot of John Wall just with his pace and quickness, but I think the shooting's there a bit more. So there's that, definitely yeah. a huge ceiling on him.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think he's a better version of John Wall. My personally, just a bit more of a complete game in terms of the mid-range game. Uh, the shooting is a little bit more there. I think he's a better decision maker than, than John Wall was. I think John Wall he had a bit more of that out of control sort of um, sort of game, maybe a little bit more uh, vertically athletic than, than Darren Fox, but um, Darren Fox has definitely got the speed and quick crazy athlete of, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so that, that's my pick there. Yeah. Um, do we want to settle on i'm I'm gonna push hard for fox here i think i think he's a bit more underappreciated than ben bogey personally Um, Uh, i've weirdly been persuaded to capella (laughs) capella okay all right (laughs) let's find a middle ground then all right i'm I'm happy with clint capella because i think he doesn't get a mention and um i think i I had him earlier in our our banana the second banana um award so he's had a few shout outs thing in here is is okay <laughs> in a shocking upset Clint capella comes in and nabs the award the final award of the season so congratulations to all the winners and uh and nominees um you know make sure you thank your wives and children um uh, it's a great honor i'm sure for all of you um, um you can get your other awards later on but this this is the real prestigious one uh, let's, let's move on to the playoffs. We're going to talk the playoffs. I, I want to touch maybe just briefly on a few different series. Um, I think we mentioned um, the Celtics and Brooklyn. Let's not talk too much about there, but the really only question I've got for you in that series
0: there, Cal, is do you think the Celtics win one game? I'm starting to think it's a sweep. I'm getting the broom out. I'm yeah, getting the too. broom out. Me too. I, think. I, I said it was least. five, but... I think I was optimistic. I had the green color glasses on, and um, I,
1: I think we're getting swept. I, it I has to be
0: Game Three, though. They're at home again. Oh,
1: if it's not the next game, it's guaranteed a sweep. But yeah, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm not seeing it. I'm not, I'm not buying in. I think this Nets team is starting to figure it out. Like we didn't even beat them when they were playing crap in Game One. Um, you know, they weren't playing good, and we still lost. So, yeah, it's not good sign. So let's let's move quickly away from that that series. Um, another one that we'll just touch on real quick.
0: Philly versus the Wizards. Again, do you think Wizards get a game here? Um, I, I still think they do get one game, okay. just off kind of like three-point shooting. They get a good batons and Bradley Beal game. I can see them getting one. So I'm, gonna, I'm yeah. just going to stick by five games. I'm more optimistic in them getting a game than my Celtics.
1: However, I'm still going to pick... Philadelphia to sweep, like I did before the playoffs. Nothing I've seen has made me sort of think otherwise. I think, I think I let this known. Let this be known in our last podcast. I'm a big fan of Philly in these playoffs. Um, I've picked them to win it all, so I think they, I think they get it done. In four. Fair enough. Let's let's move on to um, a, a very close series to our hearts and our wallets. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Bucks versus the Heat. Oh, the Bucks no. are now up 2 0. Oh, no. For anyone who missed the podcast last week, we, we've got a bet going. I, I've backed the Bucks. You've backed the Heat. Let's go, 20 bucks on. 20 bucks on the line. We, we're down. You're down 2 um, 0. How are you feeling, Cal? You, <laughs> you've got the Heat shirt on. Oh, no.
0: Oh, shit. Uh, what, what's happening, man? What's going on with your Heat? I'm feeling confident. That's all right. Um, we, we've right seen right it before. We, we've seen Toronto. Go down 0-2 to the Bucs and come back and beat them. We, we've seen we've seen the Bucs collapse like this before, so um, I still think Miami had that number to some degree. Uh, I'm starting to realize that they do miss Jay Crowder a bit, and the addition of Drew Holiday has been a, a much bigger boost than I thought, considering mm-hmm. um, he did replace the most washed player um, of, of the season in, in Eric yeah. Bledsoe. And it's a big upgrade. It's a huge upgrade something I didn't completely account for. So look, I look, I'm a bit worried. I'll be honest. I am a bit worried, but game three, Jimmy Butler was uh game three, Jimmy Butler. I'll, I'll reinforce. He was the only player to ever outscore, rebound and assist LeBron in a, in a playoff game. And there's not many, there's not many people that have done it before and um, there probably won't be anyone else who, well, he's the first and there may not ever be anyone else that has done it. So he could have that on his resume. Yeah. Um, Yeah, very well. Could do. Um, I still think I'm going to go Heat and seven. I said Heat and six originally, and Uh, I was banking that they'd steal a game here. But I'm still saying Heat and seven. Let's carry the Heat.
1: Well, they have to win next game. They have to win game three. Um, And look, you're going to want Jimmy to put up more than ten points. So um, I don't know. It's 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 do or die now for the Heat. I, I think uh, I think they've got a realistic chance of winning Game Three, and if they do it, the series is back on. But it has to be the next game. Uh, I'm caught. we know what happens. We know what I'm happens when teams go down 3-0. So uh, unfortunately, it'll be during the week, so we won't be able to watch together. So kind of for the, the bet's sake, I hope we can get to the weekend and still have it a bit close, so we can watch a game <laughs> together. <laughs> but um, we'll we'll see how we go. Let's let's move over to Hawks and Knicks. Hawks take the game one. I think we both... Did you pick the Knicks? I can't remember. I picked the Knicks
0: in seven. Yeah, Yeah, I
1: picked the Knicks in six. So we both have the Knicks. Um, I was a bit surprised to see the Hawks win game one, considering it was in New York. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Have, have you changed at all after one game? I'm, I'm starting
0: game. to think maybe it's Hawks in seven. I, I, it was always a flip the coin series for yeah. me. And yep. the fact that they've taken one, I think... I. I would probably change my pick now to the Hawks in seven. Um, And look, Julius Randle, he had a a shocking game. So maybe he he bounces back. Maybe maybe there's something a bit untapped there. But on the other hand, he's not super experienced in this position before. So maybe this is a bit of a shock to the system for him and he he won't be as consistent as he was in the regular season. I don't know. I don't know. There's a bit of speculation there, but I would probably sway towards the Hawks in seven. It'll be a good series though.
1: Oh, yeah, I do think it'll be a good series, and it was close. I'm gonna stick with my guns and and go with the Knicks. I think that the fact that Julius Randle had such a bad game, he's the heart and soul of this team. I I'm I'm gonna put my faith that he's gonna come good because he's a type of player that doesn't take stupid shots. Like he's not like a jump shot relying kind of player. So I think him having off games is is more the outlier than him not. So um, I think that he's going to get himself sorted and, and get himself back in the, in the series. Um, you definitely want them to see them win the next game. If they, if they lose the next game, I'm probably going to change my pick. But for now, I think if they, they should win game two at New York. And then, um, you know, the series will be back and forward from there. So I'm going to stick fast with, with New York. Let's, um, let's move over to the Western Commerce because there's a few more, few more interesting things happening over there. Um, we're going to start with the 1-8 matchup, Utah Jazz versus Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis, the, the brightest team in the NBA, the brightest future team in the NBA by our standards. Um, win game one uh, against the Donovan Mitchell-less Utah Jazz. Um, bit of a weird stuff going on with Donovan Mitchell before the game. He was, he was in, he was, and then all of a sudden he was out with the ankle. He said he was going to play 48 minutes, but then he didn't even play one. So little, little weird things. Apparently he's confirmed to play game two. Um, I still have the Utah Jazz winning. I think. Um, do you think that the Memphis Grizzlies can pull up the the rare eight one upset?
0: I, I don't think they will. I don't. I no. think you still have to go to Utah, but the Donovan Mitchell thing is a concern. It's so, a bit weird,
1: isn't it? Like, how bad is this angle? Exactly. Like he hasn't played for how long? It's been uh, several weeks now that he's missed, so he's coming straight back into the playoffs um maybe there's a bit of rust there maybe they drop game two like what happens if they g- drop game two in utah they go back to memphis there's all this momentum um it's a little worrying
0: yeah i'm concerned if they they could lose they honestly could lose game two so i'm a, I'm a bit worried um think i'm still gonna back utah though but i think it's gonna be a deep series now to be six yeah. or seven
1: Okay. Yeah, I think I think I do think Memphis gets at least one more game here. Um, I like like I said, I think I think Memphis is not a typical eight seed because they haven't had Jaron Jackson Jr. for most of the season. I think he's their at least second best player on the team. They're deep. Um, they've got all these perimeter players that they can switch and match up on different different players. Uh, what do you? I want to get your take on Dylan Brooks. What's your thoughts on Dylan Brooks? Because I've been seeing a lot of hype around this guy recently, and and personally, I don't think he's a good NBA player. Um. <laughs> I'll get your take on it, but I've heard the commentary on the TNT broadcast, ESPN broadcast, saying that he's the like one of the best wing defenders in the NBA. I don't know where this is coming from, um, but I don't know. There's a lot of hype around him, and I'm I'm, I'm pushing back against it. What are, What are your thoughts?
0: He, he is a good defender. I'll, I'll give him that. He he is a good defender. I think his, I think his okay. if you look at his um, if you look at his efficiency stats, they're not good. Oh, it's horrible. Um, but on the other hand, he can still kind of get you a bucket time is a timely bucket getter yeah and and for a guy who also plays defense and isn't it's not i wouldn't call him a liability on the offensive end like he gets his own shot he's just a bit streaky um and or is this a guy who hustles on defense i, I like watching him go up against he's like he a Lou Dort type. he's similar to he's i wouldn't even compare him to Lou Dort he's kind of he's got a bit of Pat Bevin in him i guess yeah just i kind I of see hassling the Pat people yeah so, I see the uh, Pat
1: Bev in the way that like he looks like he's playing great defense, but I don't yeah. think he actually is. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's a bit know. of a nuisance. Yeah, he's, a, he's an annoying defender, is what I see more of. Yeah. Like I, I don't see him clamping down someone and locking them down. I don't see that. But I see him like making people have to work a bit harder and things like that. Which and like has, the thing has, is has he'll make
0: sense. he'll make Donovan work on his on his game back. So that's another oh, thing. I'm not gonna
1: let him heal that ankle, that's for sure.
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: so we both got Utah there. Let's let's move on to the uh, this is this is an interesting one. The two seven matchup. We had the game today. It was a very exciting game. I, I managed to catch the the second half of this one. Um, Phoenix fans were very loud, very vocal. Um, so we've got the Phoenix Suns tying the series with the Lakers, one one apiece. I spoke. We spoke to our friend Jermaine today. He he said he's he's a little bit concerned um, with the lack of chemistry with these guys here so what are your thoughts on this series
0: um i'm look the lakers they, they stole one that they're playing away right the lakers they had to steal one of these games and now they're yes. going back to the staples center so i think it's it's all kind of as you'd expect for the lakers to win i think i said 6 or 7 i think i might have said 6 for the lakers but i'm i'm still going to back them i think it's got to be the lakers they got they stole the game away that's all they needed to do come back home now yeah i think t- t- today was a big
1: big win the fact that chris paul is injured and not playing 100 percent is a huge huge issue for the suns so um if it wasn't for that i would believe a bit more on this phoenix suns team but i think that just that alone is enough for me to tip i mean we both picked the lakers to start anyway um I think I think that's still the case and the fact that they're going to get if, if they can get things going in this series and get a bit of momentum um, that definitely looks better for them because that's the thing that they want to get this momentum going. Um, LeBron ad both had some really clutch shots and plays at the end of this game today um, which you know reaffirmed to me that these two are two of the best players on the planet so um, they're a championship favorite for a reason so um, how many games do you think Phoenix gets do you think they get one
0: two more? I think it's going six or seven. So yeah, okay.
1: I'm, I'm going to pick it in six. So I think, I think one more uh, for Phoenix. Right. My, I'm going to pick them to win game four. I think Lakers get the next one and then, and then Phoenix gets the next one. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go over to a bit of an upset series now. Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll, actually, no, we'll save that once at the end. Let's, let's, let's talk Denver, Portland, another series tied one apiece. Uh, I think I, we both picked this one as a
0: bit of a close series. Um, I picked Portland. Did you pick Portland as well? I picked Portland in seven.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I picked Portland in, in six, not confidently, maybe seven. Um, one, a, one a piece now. So probably hasn't swayed us either way. What have you thought about these two teams moving forward uh, so far? Sorry.
0: Um, love Nikola Jokic. He's he's doing his MVP things, winning games yeah. for him, doing, doing everything he can. We expected this um, and he... Had a great game, too, to out Dame, who had an absolute crazy scorching first half.
1: Dame, Dame, Dame didn't get any um you know, that the hell wasn't there for him in game two, which is a bit of a concern. I, I don't think that's going to be the case moving forward. They've got a lot of firepower on that team. Um, I don't know. The, the rest of the team on, on the Nuggets are playing well, though. You know, Farku's doing his thing. MPJ's putting up points. You know, Paul, M- Paul Millsap's being savvy and, and smart. Um, so Aaron Gordon's playing, playing defense well. Aaron Gordon's doing his thing um, they don't even have Will Barton <laughs> yet uh, is he due is he, back like to come back at some point
0: I don't know, I'm not too sure about Will Barton
1: I think, I think he might be an outside chance to, to make an appearance in this series at some point um, nothing's really persuaded me to go I, I always thought this was going to be a close series but I just think that the depth of the Trailblazers, like their like seven man rotation is better than Denver without Jamal Murray, so I think I'm still on the, the Portland wagon uh, moving forward so
0: um would you agree is there anything to sway your opinion so far like, i mean it's one also yeah i still not. think it's going to be the blazers in seven i think it will be them in seven it's going and, back and, to and on um, now on will barton he's it's his hamstring he's been ruled out for game two but the fact it's just being ruled out means maybe there's some hope for a return yeah. in the series
1: I think there is some hope. Um, the fact that it's going back to Portland as well for me is is good for Portland as well. They managed to, all they were going to do was steal the game, and they did that. So um, now they have the home court advantage, being the, the lower seed. Um, so I think that bodes well for their chances to win. Uh, because these crowds, man, they, they, they've been like smaller crowds, but you can feel it, man. Like the, the the fans are loving playoff basketball, and it's it's really you can feel that atmosphere. Especially this that Suns game today, man. That was that was awesome. That, that felt electric in there. All right, let's go. Last series we're going to touch on. The Clippers, Mavs. Wow. The the Dallas Mavericks.
0: How worried worried
1: are you? I'm worried. I'm worried. Um, I picked the Clippers. And um, they've obviously lost the first two games at home. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm going to flip my pick. I think think the Mavs get them. And um, look, they have to win the next game. They absolutely have to win the next game. Can you can you imagine the Twitter storm <laughs> that's gonna come down on the Clippers if they if they get swept by the Mavs in the first round? Can you imagine how like how much shit talk is gonna go their way if that happens?
0: And and I think it's just the basketball gods a bit too. I mean, they they hundred percent tanked those last couple of games. They probably should have been <laughs> the third seed. It, they should have been going up against the Blazers. It should have yeah, been like hot. this.
1: You're hot on this. See, I I I don't know about that, but you've you've been pumping this uh, a little bit, so maybe it you is. You don't maybe. you don't mess
0: with the basketball gods, and they do. No, you do
1: not, you do not mess with the <laughs> basketball gods. It's like the fantasy gods. You don't mess with them. Uh, exactly. <laughs> shit. So yeah, what what are your thoughts? Do you think the Clippers like?
0: I'm changing maybe? my pick. I'm going Mavs. The Doncic is looking like the best player on the court. Um, yep. Kawhi played a great game too, though. Paul George looked pretty good like he looked all right just didn't hit the threes but he looked all right I I caught a bit of this game I was focusing more on the Lakers game um, and then flicked over to this
1: at the end but their, their defense looks shit like that's what's letting them down their defense at the moment is very lazy it's it doesn't look structured they don't look like they're playing playoff defense like they're they're still in regular season mode like they're getting like big points like the, the, the score total today was pretty large for a playoff game um but just they're, they're not they're letting players like tim hardaway jr players like doran finney smith and um like all these guys get wide open three-point shots and they're gonna hit those like they're good shooters um they had the high second highest total threes in in a normal regular um playoff game in today's game um second only to the time where they burst lebron and of the, the 2011 game where they were raining threes back in the day um, with Dirk. So, yeah, I just think they've got to pick up the defense and it has to be next game. Um, otherwise, they're done.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like it's actually kind of the bench is what sold me on this. Weirdly, that's what sold me against for the Mavericks because I'm looking at the Clippers and it's like, yeah, you got Morris and you got Batum and you got um, kind of an unhealthy Barker just came back from injury and yeah, Rondo hasn't much. quite fit in there um yet and he hasn't played enough games with them i don't think and then you get the maps they've been playing together all season you got a young brunson who brings energy yep. you've got tim hardaway jr You can go for 30 any night he went for 28 the bench, in the second yeah. game you've got yep. um he outdoed paul george and then yep. on top of that you got chris Stupps who dropped 20 i mean chris yep. can go up for 40 you don't you don't know what chris Stupps is going to yeah, do 100%. you got kleber who can play great defense on Kawhi yep. as well um, he can also hit threes. Like it's just a, a team that has a lot going on. And I kind yeah. of prefer their role players a lot more to the role players on the Clippers. They're built point. better.
1: Like their team fits better. Um, and it's obviously built around Luca. Um, yes, they're not as talented, I don't think. But yeah, they just fit better. Um, and yeah. I don't know, man, like this, this is really rough. <laughs> um, <but laughs> yeah, I, I didn't expect this to happen um if i'm a clipper fan i'd be very very disappointed maybe they should have been our most disappointed maybe they'll make the most disappointing in the playoffs i don't know <laughs> when we do our <laughs> playoff awards or something like that but man fuck they like do you think they are they going to win game three that's the
0: question because if they win game three there's a chance they better they better just for the entertainment for the world you you, you better do it quiet come on I'm, I'm, PG. I'm gonna go out and say they
1: win game three i'll say they'll do it um Dallas is going to be rocking though. Like when they go, when they go over to Dallas, they're going to be pumped up.
0: That crowd is going to be so into it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'm putting a lot of faith in in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George here. Um, Which I don't know, maybe that's foolish based on Paul George's record (laughs) in the (laughs) playoffs, especially away from home. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Maybe something. They've got to get a boost from someone. It's got to be a Marcus Morris. It's got to be a Rondo. It's got to be, Reggie Jackson or someone's got to do something else to help these two players. And they've got to, they've got to defend better because at the moment it's, it's just looking like they're just chilling. So uh, I think, yeah, both of us looks like we're changing our picks to the Mavs, which means that it, in this situation, it will be Mavs Utah, which would be an interesting series. I'm not sure who I would pick in that series just yet. Um, we'll have to see how it, how it looks and, and how they get there. But I think that's probably the um, the likely upset at this point um, in, in all these first round series.
0: Yeah, I, I wanna I wanna close off by just saying I think we should do this every week. And um, who who do you have in your finals?
1: In my finals,
0: well shit, I was I did have the fucking Clippers, but <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's the thing. I, I had the Clippers, Lakers, and I had the yeah. Lakers in the final. But like I yeah. just don't. It's it's it does change things. So I'm still gonna I'm still gonna say it is Brooklyn. Lakers is what I'm still gonna I'm gonna back it, but um yeah, look, maybe going, maybe next week this could change.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm going Philly Lakers. I think the Lakers have, have okay. overtaken obviously the Clippers for me. I yeah. think the fact that the Chris Paul thing is going to give them enough time if they get past this series to get some chemistry and get some game time into to LeBron and AD. They looked really good today, so yeah, I think I think. They're going to make it through um, because I don't see a team in here that can stop them. Really, uh, the matchups just aren't aren't great. Um, I still have Philadelphia winning, so um, it's still my pick. Um, I still have the Brooklyn Brooklyn Nets. Uh, I, I still think whoever comes out of East, personally, I'm, I'm I'm big on the East this year. I think whoever comes out, I'm, I'm I'm more confident in in Philly beating Lakers than I am Philly beating Brooklyn. So I think that that. Eastern Conference Finals just gonna be that's gonna be crazy, man. I think I think whoever wins that will, will be yeah. the winner. And you got the
0: Bucks in the mix too. like yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah.
1: What about the Heat and, and the Heat
0: <laughs> and the Heat? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'm excited for the future rounds. Um, that will do it for us today, guys. Um, follow us on Twitter for all our, our takes. I'm tweeting out like a madman every day um, at Ball Boys NBA. If you're listening on, oh, if you're listening anywhere, go over to our YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, like the videos, um, hit that notification bell so when a new video drops, you get notified and you can watch straight away. Uh, if you have any questions or any hot takes, if you if you think Callum's crazy for picking the heat, um, let us know in the comments below, and um, we love talking to everyone. So until next time,
0: we will catch you later. Bye.